Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. So if you want to um, call in with a question, that would be our preference, my preference, because it's a lot more fun to talk to people live with their questions. Or if you can't join us because you have a uh, time zone change uh, from where we are in America and you're in a foreign country from America and you want to submit a question online, it may be chosen to be read online. And we'll be reading some of those this evening too. But we have several callers already on hold and I'd like to go ahead and get started with them. Our first caller, I believe, is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Are you with us? I am. Hi, Julie. Hi there. How are you this evening? I have been better, but I'm glad I can be on the call. Oh, terrific. What's going on? Well, first of all, tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Ohio. Okay, great. What's your, do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. I have had facial pain and ear pain on and off for at least 15 years. And I've seen a multitude of doctors and I've been diagnosed, misdiagnosed with all sorts of ailments that just never really panned out. Where I am today is I believe that somehow they are emotionally triggered when I get stressed. Mm -hmm. And I'm just asking if you can scan me, what can you see? And today I've kind of had a bad day at work and I just feel awful. My head is killing me. So what am I, you know, what can I change? What can I do to bring an end to this? Yeah. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do, Lisa, is I'm going to get you on my radar, which means I'm going to shoot an energy laser beam from me here in Alabama to you in Ohio. It will find you. And I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And then in my head, it's almost as if I have a big screen TV. My eyes are closed. I'm going to be looking at what would be the equivalent of an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And so I'm going to get an outline of your body and the energy is going to go to wherever it's the most critically needed. So sometimes... Uh, people will say to me, well, my left shoulder is killing me and the energy will go to their right knee. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like there's, there's any relation to it, but I just follow what I see. I report what I get. I don't edit anything, Lisa, and because I, I believe who am I to decide what you need to hear and what you don't need to hear. 
I'm just the messenger. So you don't need to do anything. What I'm going to do is just get you on my radar. And so there's a laser beam coming from my body here in Alabama, and it's heading straight north, now a little bit northeast. And I've got you on my radar. Okay. Um, You are full of mold spores. Do you have mold in your home that you know of? Can you smell it? Does anything smell musty? Does it smell... I'm going to get your house on my radar. Do you live in a house? Yes. Okay, I'm going to get your house on my radar. And you have a big staircase, and there's mold. As you're walking up the staircase, there's a wall to the left, and that wall has mold in it. Have you had any leaks? I have up in the bedroom that's at the top of those stairs. Okay. And I've had the drywall like removed from the ceiling. Okay. Is it possible that water has gone down in between the walls, in between the drywall, between that bedroom and perhaps the wall that's on your staircase? Mold will grow exponentially once it takes a foothold inside of a wall. So what can start out as just a small patch of mold? I, you, mm. it, it, it's really... Um, prevalent there on that wall it's also I can see the mold spores in your system what's the weather doing where you live right now has it's it been, really hot and muggy okay has it been raining off and on it rained um, during the night and then today a little you know okay. on and off today okay so those what that does when it rains Lisa is it releases mold spores into the atmosphere and we ha- and when we have mold sensitivity, and I am a classic example of this, uh, I can walk into a building or a room and I can tell instantly if there is um, a moldy situation in there. So um, we, it makes us very susceptible to mold. And when it rains, oftentimes what happens is we'll get an inflammation effect in our sinuses, which causes a headache. So Mm -hmm. is your headache primarily in your sinuses or is it all over your face or where is it? It's just on the left side of my face to the left of my eye and in that lower left sinus. Okay. All right. So I think what's happening is that the pain is radiating. What I'm doing is I'm putting anti-inflammatory energy on it to calm down the inflammation. Um, I, back to your initial question, which is, does stress trigger the pain? Does stress trigger Lisa's headache, face and headache pain? I get a no. Okay. Uh, does rainy weather trigger Lisa's pain? I get a yes. Does mm. um, is your pain worse in the winter? It comes and goes. It, 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 I feel like I take medicine twenty four seven. I'm always okay. taking Tylenol. So does it work? For a little bit, and then I'm trying to stretch it. So I'm trying. I'm in between like two to three hours now. I take. I'm down to half a Tylenol. Uh huh. And then I take a leave at night to sleep. So I'm taking way too much medicine. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, what what I can suggest are two things. First of all is it's fixable. I think you're going to have to get some um, somebody who knows how to fix mold, do mold remediation out to look at your house. The company that comes to mind is ServPro. I know ServPro can come in and they can, you know, fix anything from if you have a fire or a flood or whatever. And they, mm-hmm. they, I've seen ads that they're supposed to be mold experts. Normally, there are mold experts in um, most areas of the country as well. So I think look at that. Secondly, as far as you are concerned, I think two things. Number one, look at a a website called functionalmedicine.org. Okay. And a functional medicine, Dr. Lisa, is a physician who will reverse engineer your symptoms and look at your whole body, not just look at your sinuses or your jaw or your brain, but they're going to look at environmental causes. They're going to look at food causes. They're going to look at the whole picture, okay? And they're going to help figure out what's going on and treat you for that. That's number one. Number two is as far as the eating goes, keep your food as clean as you can. If it walks, swims, flies, or is grown on a tree or in the ground, try and do as much organic and grass-fed as you can, um, for meat, wild-caught fish, free-range, organic chicken. And a place where you can go to find out the right things to eat, I think, for anybody, regardless of if they're having your symptoms or not, is bulletproofexec.com slash diet. And just like it sounds, bulletproof is just how you would imagine exec for executive.com slash diet and there you can download a free food chart that will tell you foods that can help you regain your health and and help at least give you a baseline for how you can um, assist your body in healing so um, I think that's a two-pronged approach find a doctor eat healthy and get somebody out to your house to see what's going on with the mold because you are in, you're in an environment with mold spores, and I can see them in your sinuses and in your, in your energy yeah. field. It looks like little teeny black spots, yeah, which is mold. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank I hope you. you feel better. Thank you. I will. Thanks for calling. Thanks for joining us this evening. Well, good. Thank you very okay. much for taking my call. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. I believe our next caller is Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. Yes, I am. Terrific. How, how are, where you? are you calling from? I'm good. I'm good. good. How are you doing? I'm calling. I'm good. I'm calling from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Terrific. What's going on out there? Well, um, I just have a question. My youngest son, he um, is going to be a junior in college uh-huh. and he is kind of trying to decide what he wants to major in. He's been, you know, doing some coaching at a high school and, um, you know, he, he kind of liked that for a while, but, um, right now his major is English, but he really wants to switch it to theater. And okay. when he was younger, 
he had this acting bug like you wouldn't believe. Oh, and, you know, he had an agent and everything. And wow. uh, then he reached the age of football. <laughs> and then that became his life. <laughs> and now what, the, what, uh, age, what age is football? <laughs> football out here is eight. Oh wow! So, okay. Young. Yeah. So Our... then he he loved football and he excelled in football. Got it. And um, but he, you know, he has kind of getting the acting bug again, and okay. I know it's a tough thing to get into, but um, you know, when he was little, he did so well, and I'm, you know. Who am I to stop him or say no? And, you know, his dream would to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. And he's funny and, you know, he's he's just funny. And, but, you know, I don't know if it's something that's going to pan out or, you know, I just don't, I'm calling for him, actually. <laughs> he may okay. be listening. I'm not sure. Okay. So, All right. um, you know, what do, what, what do you see or what do you, you know, what do you think? What is your son's name, Heidi? Tyson. Tyson. All right. Okay. Here's a way to do these kinds of questions. And we can do it for ourselves and we can do it for anybody else on any topic okay. at any time. And when we're talking about future things and what somebody should do or what they shouldn't do and that those kinds of questions, there's so many variables involved, Heidi, that we need okay. to um, ask the question. Spirits are really literal. And so we need to ask the question in a very broad-based manner. Because there's mm-hmm. so many variables involved. Tyson's right. free will, your free will, the people who could be hiring him, you know, I mm-hmm. mean it's just endless. So when we when when my son Jonathan was little, he used to say, Mommy, ask the spirits and beyond. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> so what, what we'll do yeah. is let's ask the spirits and beyond. And I think yeah. in his little mind he at that point, he said he was just saying, "Okay, every every good spirit advisor out there, let's just kind of get them all together in a group and have them advise us." So let's ask some questions, um, and let's make them really pointed. Is it in Tyson's best interest to now? I want you to ask this this question in your head at the same time I'm asking it, and then you tell me what you get, and I'm going to tell you what I get. It's the first thing that comes in your mind, Heidi. It's as quick as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a second, that's your brain answering you. Okay. All right? So is it in Tyson's best interest to change his major in college to theater? What do you get? I get a yes. Okay, I got no answer. So that didn't tells you? me. No, I didn't. So let's ask it another. And and if I don't get an answer, that means it's neutral. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, is it in Tyson's best interest to pursue an acting career? Is it in Tyson's best interest to pursue acting, a career in acting? Okay, what do you get on that? I get a yes. I get a big yes on that. So what that tells me is that he doesn't have to have a theater degree in order to do Mm -hmm. this. 
So oh. let's, let's refine this down. Let's try and get as specific as we can with this. Is it in Tyson's best interest to change his major at this point in his college what, education? What do you get on that? I get a yes. I got a no. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, again, let's refine it down some more. Is it, is it necessary, if Tyson decides to pursue a, an acting career, is it necessary for him to have a theater degree? I got a no before the question was even out. I got a no there. Yeah. So I think what the guidance that we're getting on this, can you see how um, we're kind of putting together pieces of a puzzle, but we're asking really specific questions on this? Right. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm getting is it's in his best interest to pursue an acting career, but he doesn't necessarily have to change his major to do it. Right. So let's ask it well, another that makes way. Sense. Is it yeah. in Tyson's best interest to finish college as soon as possible, I got a yes before that was even out, too. Yeah, I got a yes, too. So I think sometimes our kids, especially, you know, at my age, it would be what would be my kid, not I. But mm-hmm. but right. those of us, too, that have, have um, pursued college and getting a college education, sometimes we get so wrapped up in what the degree is, and it doesn't right. really matter. You know? Right. I mean, Look at Harrison Ford. He was a carpenter. You know, somebody right. else was a, you can look at Brooke Shields was a, she's got an English degree from an Ivy League school. I mean, other okay. actors have all, they're all across the board, with, whether true. they have a college degree or not. So I don't know that it really matters. But okay. while, while we're on the phone together, how about we ask, is it in his best interest to pursue a career in comedy? What do you get? Well, yeah. I got a yes, big yes on that. I, oh, yeah, I got a yes on that, too, before yeah. you even finished. Yeah, me too. So, see, yeah. you're paying attention. You can yeah. do this on any topic for anybody and for yourself as well. Is it in my best interest, too? Is it in so-and-so's best interest, too? But, but you see the formula. You know, ask a general question and then refine it down. Ask the same right. question several different ways and, and be as specific as you can be. Right. Now, having said that, all those answers are true this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Future events have so many variables that can change the trajectory of the event. Right. All right. Things that have happened and things that are happening right now are set in time. Things that are in the future, it's like you go down that fork in the road. Which way are you going to go? Right. The other thing that I can um, suggest that you tell Tyson is if he's interested in this, have him pay attention to what it is he wants. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, well, acting is just so tough and it's so hard to break into and Saturday Night Live, being on that is such a, such a long shot and he doesn't know. You know, right. he may sit next to Lauren Michaels on a plane going to a football game. Who knows? Yeah. Right. And so right. have him stay focused on what it is he wants and then that will put his energy and that will attract what he wants. Also, have him be open to ways that are going to show up that may not be ways that he envisioned things unfolding. Mm-hmm. 
For instance, he may envision finishing school, sending a resume to NBC and, you know, and trying for an audition. Well, right. if he's focused on, I want to be on Saturday Night Live, how that happens can happen, can come in in a bunch of different ways. Just have him be open mm-hmm. to whatever, whatever happens. Right. Okay, he's going right. to get guidance along the way. I think that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. That makes Follow- a lot of sense. Plus, if you're paying for his college, that will help your pocketbook without him having to change yeah, majors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. true. Oh, so, my gosh. Well, that, you know, that really makes perfect sense. Good. And, well, I you hope know, it's kind I of, it I've, I've kind of told him that also, you know, you, if you think you can do this, you know, you, you need to pursue it and you know, figure out what you need to do. Unfortunately, a lot of the things he has to be 21 to even audition for. So, right. but he'll be 21 next month. So there you go. Oh well, so that's he right can get a little more serious then. The other thing that's interesting, I've read so many articles and listened to different speakers and you know different podcasts and stuff. When people say, gosh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what my life's purpose is or I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life or do with my career, just about mm-hmm. everyone that I've ever heard speak on this topic without fail will say, what were you interested in as a child? Right. Be- because it was before we were really – influenced by our parents or our teachers or, excuse me, whoever, and um, and it's just pure interest. Right. So the fact fact that Tyson was was interested in acting and involved in acting before he got the football bug, to your point, um, I I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it was to the point where we were just like, where did this kid come from? Because, I mean, we, you know, none of us are, we don't know anybody who's an actor who's, you know, and he just, I mean, he would do, he would, you know, he's like five and imitating Jim Carrey. And, oh. you know, he, when he, we'd get DVDs, he would watch the director's cut first. Oh, interesting. And, you know, it was really what we just didn't, I mean, we just didn't even know what to think because we've, I've never, you know, I didn't know anybody who's done anything like that. Sure. And he would watch, you know, the Academy Awards and, the, you know, I mean, he'd watch it by himself mm-hmm. because, you know, we weren't really, we weren't really into it. And so, you know, it was like he just, you know, we had to sign him up for different plays. And, I mean, he would memorize pages. And huh. he was so good at it. Uh-huh. And then, you know, like I said, football came along. And uh, once that kind of gets in there, then everything else, you know, kind of falls along the way. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting. He's kind of never really let it go. Uh-huh. Well, I I think that speaks volumes and the football experience is going to, it's going to help him because Mm -hmm. otherwise he wouldn't have done it. Right. So it was all part of the master plan of his life's journey. 
if you will. Yeah, I I think that's great. Yeah, okay, so I we're I all going to be it. we're all going to be watching Saturday Night Live in the next few years for Tyson from Salt Lake City. <laughs> I'm looking for Tyson. <laughs> I love it. Terrific. Oh my gosh. Thanks so that much so for great. calling. What a great question. Yeah, well thank you. That really that made it really helped. It made a lot of sense. Terrific. All righty. Thank well, you. Well, thanks for joining us and uh and I hope you have a terrific rest of your evening. Well, thanks. You too. All righty. Bye now. Bye. We do this show every, we tape this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. And uh, the call-in number is 605-562-3140. The access code is 533-677-POUND. So again, we tape it on Thursday nights. It's available to download the podcast on Sunday mornings. And for the information, the call-in information, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, it's on the homepage of the um, of the website. And also you can see a tab to download the podcast. There's a tab with all of the podcasts on there, and you can download them. Or use your phone or your, your tablet and click on the... Um, podcast icon and type in Ask Julie Ryan and you'll see the different podcasts and you can subscribe to the the podcast also. While you're at the website too, sign up for the newsletter. There's a little box that you just put in your email and um, on Wednesdays we send out a little blurb. It takes you about a minute to read it and it just is a question that somebody has submitted online, and I answer it. But it also is a reminder to join us on this podcast while we're recording it. It's way better. You've got a way better chance of um, getting your questions answered if you call in. But along those lines, let's go to one that was submitted online. And this is from Agnes in San Mateo, California. And Agnes asked, I've been corresponding with a man for several months. I've not yet met him, but he's professing his love for me. I am 23 years older than him, and he doesn't see that as an issue. I'm wondering if I should trust him and if his intentions are true. Should I accept him or forget him? And here's my response. Hi, Agnes. Since spirits are very literal, we just talked about this with Heidi, since spirits are very literal and future events have lots of variables, including your and your friend's free will, again, we just talked with Heidi about that, I asked several pointed questions. When I asked if it's in your best interest to be in a casual relationship with this man, I got a yes. When I asked if it's in your best interest to have a committed relationship with this man, I got a no. When I asked if it was in your best interest to give this man any money, I got a no. When I asked if it was in your best interest to share or pay for any expenses, I got a no. Basically, it sounds as if at this moment in time, it's in your best interest to keep this man as a phone buddy only. Now, again, those are just a few questions. Agnes, if you want to do a private session with me, 
go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and and, uh, click on the calendar and pick a date and a time when we can talk and we can get more specific. But these are general questions, but what I did was I tried to refine them down so that it made sense and gave you kind of a broad overview of what the spirits and beyond are saying about this man. All right, let's go back to see who's next uh, as a caller. Let's see. I believe we have Melda. Melda, are you with us? I am. Hi there. How are you this evening? Just great. Terrific. Where are you calling from? Danville, California. Danville. Near San Francisco, right? Yes. Good. Did you have a question for me? Well, I have uh, a dog, a little dog. She's six years old. Her name is Olive, and she's a very smart dog, and I've trained her. She does a lot of commands, but one thing she doesn't listen to me is with her barking. Um, The only way I can get her to stop barking and why she's not barking now is I, I do put a bark collar on her, but I just wonder what it is that, incessantly uh, she seems to have to bark at anything that moves outside (laughs) okay so it's all outside it's not like she's walking around the house barking just randomly no she has windows that she can look out of and if a car moves or somebody (laughs) comes out of a house or (laughs) she can tell when somebody's walking down the path behind our house and she just Smells, senses it. What kind of dog is she, Melda? She's um, a mix of a, a Shih Tzu and a Poodle. Wow, so she's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I love her name. It made me mm-hmm. think of olive oil, <laughs> you know, in, <laughs> in the Popeye. But she doesn't sound like she's a, a Greyhound or a Weimaraner. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which would be, would be uh, kind of wiry and skinny so that's great okay well let me get miss olive on my radar and let's see uh what she has to say for herself we'll ask her some questions <laughs> all right so i'm going to connect to you melda my laser beams coming from me here in alabama it's heading northwest okay i've got you all right so i'm connecting you to olive all right questions why uh, do you bark because I'm protecting? She's protecting you. <laughs> She's saying, because I'm protecting her. Okay. So um, uh, can you, um, what's a, what, what's a question? How do, how do we phrase this? Can, can you curtail your barking? <laughs> can you, uh, I, what do you? I would like to have her know that she doesn't have to protect me so much. If I'm on a phone, um, immediately she will run upstairs and bark at the window. I don't know whether there's anybody there, but she's just um, uses every opportunity she can to bark. Well, that's almost like little kids. You know, every little kid yeah. on the phone, they always want to talk to you or something because you're not paying attention to them. We've yeah. all, yeah. We mothers have all experienced that. Um, all right, so let's ask her, why do you bark when Melta's on the phone? She's telling me I only bark when I see something suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
Uh, all right. So we know she thinks she's protecting you. What would you like for her to do? I would like her to know that she doesn't have to um, protect me and bark all the time. Can we be really specific with her to give her information like, um, can can you only bark when somebody comes to the door or when... Perfect. Uh, That's good. Or something... If, if somebody's trying to break in the house or I don't know that we want to encourage that. Can you, can you only bark when somebody is trying to come into the house? How about that? Sounds great. Can you curtail your barking to only when people are trying to come into the house? She's telling me no. Okay. Let's. All right. Uh, what, what can you do, I'm asking her this, what can you do to lessen the amount of time that you bark? She said, I can only bark when I see a severe threat. That's good. Uh, what will constitute a severe threat? Somebody coming in, somebody trying to get in the door. So that's basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Anything else you want to ask her while we've got her on the, while we have her on the phone? <laughs> well, is she happy? She yeah. She'd like more treats. Do you give good. her treats? <laughs> yes, I do give her treats. Okay. She'd like more of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she always does. <laughs> okay. So that makes sense. Anything else you want to ask her? Well, somebody just walked by the front, and, and she's growling. She doesn't bark now because she has color on. But. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, just so let's ask this question. Is it in Melda's best interest to keep the bark color on all of I give a yes on that, <laughs> at least to train her until <laughs> yeah. she's trained. How long have you had it on her? Oh, I just put it on her tonight when she came home. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's um, that's a good idea. So it's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other questions that you'd like for me to ask her or the spirits and beyond since we're on that kick? Is she happy when she goes on her play date? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry? She has a play date where she goes to another house every Thursday and Friday. Does she like her play dates? I just asked her, does she enjoy her play dates? I got a no. <laughs> I said, why don't you enjoy them? Because she's not with you. Is she with you on those play dates? No. no. Okay. You leave her there? Yes. She's very bonded with you. Yeah. She tries to run out of the house and come back. Yeah. Home. She's very bonded with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that make sense that she said yeah, no? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make some All right. sense. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Terrific. Okay, you bet. Well, thanks for joining us this evening, and uh, good luck with all of the barking dog. I hope that trainer works well for you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, you bet. Thanks for calling. Take okay, care. Bye bye. Oh. 
most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, let's go to another uh, online question that was submitted. And this one comes from, I believe she pronounces her name Daiya, D-Y-E-A. I don't know that I've ever heard that name before, but Daiya from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And she asked, hi, Julie, I've struggled with hypothyroidism for 20 years. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, but the past few years, my health and energy have plummeted and my weight has exploded. I've tried all kinds of diets and exercise with no results. I feel sick constantly. Please help. And here's my response. Hi, Daiya. 20 years. Good heavens, girl. When I got you on my radar, I saw lots of inflammation throughout your whole body, so I applied blue anti-inflammatory energy. Once I got the inflammation calmed down, I saw a white fluffy substance that looked like whipped marshmallow cream, like the jars of marshmallow cream found in the baking aisle of any grocery store, covering all of your organs. I have never seen that before and got that it represented mounds of toxins in your system. It reminded me of when, as a small child in the mid-60s, my family drove alongside the Erie Canal. We saw white, billowy mounds of pollution floating in the water. Your energy field reminded me of that polluted scene, one I hadn't thought of in 50 years. The toxins in your body are from environmental causes, like mold exposure, cosmetics, and from the food you eat. Underneath the white, fluffy stuff, I could see your organs looked sick and shriveled. This is what I see when somebody desperately needs hormone, hormones. Having said all that, the thyroid is one of the primary hormone-producing glands in our bodies. When it's out of wax, it throws the other hormone-producing systems into disarray and negatively affects our health and how we feel. So I removed the white toxic clouds then shot some energetic thyroid, estrogen, and testosterone into your system, and your body came alive and looked great. Here are some suggestions for you. Number one, check out The Root Cause by Isabella Wentz, PharmD. Dr. Wentz is a clinical pharmacist who suffered from and cured herself of Hashimoto's. Her website is thyroidpharmacist.com. Two, 
go to bulletproofexec.com and enter Hashimoto's in the search bar. There you'll find several articles and podcasts with some of the most world-renowned Hashimoto's specialists. While you're there, download the free food chart for what to eat. Three, if you have a smartphone, download the free Think Dirty app. You can use it to scan the barcodes on cosmetics and learn how toxic they are. The app also suggests clean alternatives. I laughed when I when I saw this app, the Think Dirty app. You know, it sounded like it was some porno site or something, but it's not. It's about what are the dirty or toxic ingredients in cosmetics and other things. This Think Dirty app also suggests clean alternatives. Number four. Consider working with a functional medicine doctor. They're trained in treating the whole system, not just one area, like your thyroid, to find the cause of your symptoms. Go to functionalmedicine.org to find a doctor in your area. Another option is the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Go to a, go to a4m.com. That's the letter A the um, number four, the letter M.com to find a doctor in your area. Hope this information helps and hope you feel better really soon. Next question that was submitted online, Carol from Pacheco, California, I don't know if I'm butchering that pronunciation or not, asked, hi, Julie, I've been on a diet for the last six months. I eat only turkey, fish, fresh vegetables and fruits, organic when I can, egg whites, and use organic extra virgin olive oil. I've lowered my cholesterol medicine from 80 milligrams to 20 milligrams and lowered my blood pressure medicine in half. After 30 years, I no longer take pain pills for headaches and backaches or any other reason. My glucose level is slightly above normal. Even though I've improved many things in my body, I have no energy and am tired all the time. I'm having a hard time staying motivated to do anything, and then with no weight loss, I wonder what I'm doing wrong. Can you please scan my body and tell me what I need to do? I appreciate your help. Be blessed. So here's my response. Hi, Carol. Congratulations on healing your body. When I got you on my radar, I saw a lot of water retention. It was as if you had on a suit, picture the Michelin man, made out of pouches of fluid. In addition, your energy field looks like a dehydrated apple. Two things come to mind. First, I believe you need to eat more healthy fats, drizzle that organic olive oil on more of your food, eat grass-fed meat, wild-caught fish, organic fruits and vegetables, and whole free-range organic eggs. And I put in parentheses, add the yolks to those egg whites. She had said earlier she was only eating the egg whites. Go to the bulletproofexec.com slash diet website to download a free food chart of what best to eat. You may also want to get a copy of the book Eat Fat, Get Thin by Mark Hyman, MD. Dr. Hyman's the head of functional medicine at the Cleveland Clinic and has researched the daylights out of the, and I have in quotes, whether to eat fat or avoid fat conundrum of the past 40 years. 
Regarding your fatigue challenges, I believe when you increase your good fat intake, you'll have more energy because the calories will help equalize your blood sugar highs and lows. In addition, as for the dehydrated apple part, I believe you can benefit from bioidentical hormones. These hormones replace what our bodies make when we're young and fertile. They keep our bones, minds, and hearts healthy and give us the ability to feel like we did in our late 20s, early 30s. When I shot energetic estrogen into your system, you plumped right up and looked like a gorgeous ripe apple. To find a doctor in your area, please go to the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine website, and that's a4m.com, what I talked about before, and functionalmedicine.org. I'm biased towards finding a board-certified GYN because these hormones impact our girly parts. So um, I have been seeing a GYN uh, who's a specialist in bioidentical hormones for a long time, let me think, probably uh, 12 years now. And um, how those work are when we start to age, survival of the fittest, our species, you know, our species is going to want those that are reproductive, to stay around and those that aren't reproductive anymore to we can be discarded. So what happens when you're on the bioidentical hormones and again bioidentical means that it exactly matches what the body creates when we're young and fertile. Um, the pharmaceutical hormones for the most part will add extra molecules to the formula to make the formulas patentable so the pharmaceutical companies can make money. That's fine. It's just they're not as good for the body as what a lot of the research has shown. So what happens is when we take bioidentical hormones as we age, it fakes out our bodies and our brains, and it makes us think that we're still young and fertile. So as I said to Carol, it keeps our bones healthy and our brains and our hearts, and, and it allows us to have a level of energy that we had when we were young. So that's how, how all that works. As far as the, the whether to eat fat or avoid fat conundrum, a lot of the research that's come out in the past oh, probably 10 years has really debunked the um, low-fat um, mindset and methodologies. I mean, it, there's so much research out now that shows that our bodies need fat. And, and that's why our culture is so obese, because we've steered away from fat and we've gone to processed foods. So this eat fat, get thin and the bulletproof um, executive plans really encompass all of this, they have lots and lots of research and um, footnotes to back up their claims. And uh, gosh, I, I heard Dr. Hyman speak not too long ago, and he has treated thousands and thousands and thousands of patients and gotten them not only healthy, but also getting them to lose weight in the meantime. So check those out, Eat Fat, Get Thin and um, Bulletproof.com. All right, let me check the time. Looks like we've got about another another few minutes for a couple more questions. Here's one from Catherine from Birmingham, Alabama, and she asked, Hi, Julie. 
You said my dad would not allow... Oh, last time we spoke, we discussed my father's illness. You said my dad would not allow you to do a body scan on him, but you were able to communicate with his spirit. Can you attempt to body scan him again? <laughs> Sounds so funny. Sounds like a um, wrestling move. Can you body scan him? No, I'm kidding. All right. So here's my response. Hi, Catherine. Per your request, I connected to your dad through you. His spirit is out of his body, which means I'm unable to do a medical scan on him. It's as if he isn't plugged into the light source. In this case, your dad isn't plugged in. In this case, he isn't plugged into the life source. He is in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition, which means he's dying. Your dad's spirit is attached to the top of his head like a cartoon caption bubble. His parents' spirits are at his feet mom at his left foot, dad at his right, and they anchor a horseshoe of angels. In addition, the spirits of many family and friends are present, as well as the spirits of every pet he's ever had in his lifetime. Two additional angels are on either side of his spirit bubble, which is attached to the top of his head. These angels will soon create a vortex that will help your dad's spirit disengage from his body. They will then escort his spirit to heaven. Please go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and click on the 12 Phases of Transition tab to see the graphics of these 12 configurations. Your dad's answers to the three questions I always ask every person who's begun to transition were, number one, are you ready to go? He said no. Number two, are you in pain? His answer was yes. Number three, what do you need? He said he just needs his family around him. In the short run, do your best to spend as much time as you can with him. I believe it will greatly benefit both of you. Thanks for your question. A couple of notes on this. Let me get a drink real fast. I've worked with, oh gosh, countless families when they have a loved one who's dying. And I've come up with over this more than 20 years that I've been doing this, and and the first time I saw this was with my own mother when she was dying. But um, what I've been able to see is this configuration of angels and and loved ones who are there. I call it the Welcome to Heaven Committee. It's kind of like the old-fashioned welcome wagon um, committees. For those of you that are old enough to know what that is, it was kind of a neighborhood group of of usually women that would welcome somebody when they would move into the neighborhood. And, um, and it's really very glorious what mm-hmm. I see. And um, so in this situation with Catherine, her dad is dying. Um, people can move through these different phases quickly. They can take a matter of minutes to do it. Everybody goes through all these stages when they're dying. It can be a matter of minutes. It can take days, weeks, months in order for people to transition. So um, how that works is we just um, look to see where they are, and then we, um, we can go on from there. So, Catherine, good luck with your dad. Spend as much time as you can with him. I believe we have another caller. And uh, hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Uh, this is Marie from Atlanta. Hi, Marie. How are you this evening? Just fine. I Terrific. Just, I just needed to know if you could tell me there have been so many strange things going on in my house. Uh-huh. Is there any way you can tell if, if there are spirits here? Sure. 
Are you in your house right now? Right. Okay. So the house that you're currently in, yes. What I'm going to do, Marie, is I'm going to uh, get a laser beam going here between me and Birmingham and you and Atlanta, which is pretty close. And um, yes, I've got you on my radar. And yes, there are lots of spirits in that house. So let me see who they are. Um, when was the house built? The the spirits are dressed, I would say, in kind of 1960s, 1970s attire. It was built in 52. 52. Okay, these are spirits that that are more in the 60s to 70s range. Um, uh-huh. You know, I can tell that from how they're dressed. So uh-huh. let me see. It's almost like... Um, the dresses that you see a lot of women wear now, they're sleeveless and they're kind of short and they have on shoes that have those square kind of clunky heels on them. Uh-huh. Do you remember back? Were you, yes. were you around in the 60s? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So um, let me see. It looks like it's, uh, it's not necessarily, I see children, but it almost looks like there's a party going on because I'm seeing several adults, both men and women. And I'm seeing um, children, and there's a dog that's that's uh, present as well, and he's kind of a oh, I don't know what kind of dog he is. He's got long ears. He doesn't necessarily look like a a um, cocker spaniel, but kind of along those lines. One that you would say he looks like a stuffed animal. Right. Uh, yeah. It, what are, is is there any way I can get rid of him? Yes. We're always way more powerful in our bodies than we are, uh, than spirits are. So if you don't want them around, all you have to do is ask them to leave, and they'll leave. Spirits are just, um, well, let me see if these are spirits or ghosts. Yeah, these are spirits. So it's like there's a dual reality happening. Spirits know they're dead, ghosts don't. Okay, so just tell them to leave. Just ask them to leave. Say, please leave my house. So they're and not ghosts. They're, they're not just ghosts. Spirits. They're spirits. Yes. They're spirits that are just there in a different reality, happening simultaneously. Okay. And if you want to talk more about that, we can um, go over that in, uh, in a private session. And okay. We can, we can find out... Um, you know, who they are and what they're doing. and So just go to AskJulieRyan.com and I'll, I'll be delighted to help you with that. Oh, I, I'd like to do that. Okay, uh, terrific. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling this evening. You're welcome and thank you. Okay, take care. Okay. Bye. All right, we are about out of time, but just wanted to remind everybody, we tape this show on Thursday nights, and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Again, we record it on Thursday nights. The podcast is available for download on Sunday mornings. So go to your smartphone, go to your iPad or your tablet, and uh, go to the icon for podcasts. Type in Ask Julie Ryan, and you'll see all of the different shows that that we've recorded, and you can also subscribe to the feed. So when new shows come up, you can get those weekly.
While you're on my website, there's a page there where you can download the podcast as well. And there's also a little box on most of the pages, especially on the homepage, to sign up for the newsletter. We send that out on Wednesday mornings, and uh, it'll take you about a minute or less to read a question that somebody has submitted online and my answer, and it also has the call-in information on it. So um, please join us. Give us a call. Give me a call. I'd love to hear your questions. I appreciate people taking the time to call in and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen so I hope you have a fabulous week and thanks so much for joining us take care bye bye thanks for joining us be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan to schedule an appointment or submit a question please visit AskJulieRyan.com This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.